be sure to follow us on Twitter at Pod Outliers. Hello and welcome to the Outliers, the podcast about everything, anything, and most importantly, anything me and Tyler want to talk about. Today we will be reviewing the movie Bat the Batman. Uh 2022. So there just a heads up, there will be spoilers in this episode. So if you do not wish to hear spoilers, go see the movie or come back. Just a heads up. I, as always, am your host, Huey Long's wax figure on the loose, McLean Hirschfield, with me, as always. I'm vengeance. <laughs> it's vengeance. How you doing, Tyler? I'm good. Anyway. I'm a fat nap, and I'm ready to talk about Batman. <laughs> uh, oh, God. We're professionals, if you can't tell. Are we? So, the Batman. Tyler, do you want to start, or should I? Like, where, where should we start? Oh, I, I guess we could just begin with our overall thoughts. Yeah, this is the best Batman movie to come out. Uh, Nolan can lick my balls. Straight up. <laughs> uh, relationship ended with Nolan. New relationship started with Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves. I, that's, that, I, I'm, I'm obviously exaggerating. Uh, I, I, I do still have a soft spot in, spot in my heart for the Nolan trilogy. However, I think this one takes the cake pretty, not easily, but I'll, I, think, I think a lot of the debate that a lot of people are having is like a... <laughs> Dark Knight is like a better movie, but like the Batman is a better Batman movie. No, I'd say this is a better movie. Uh, that that's sent- that's definitely a sentiment like I can understand and I can get behind, but not my personal opinion. But I get it. But like this is like everything I've. I, I should say like I I respect Nolan as an an artist and like somebody who does the work he does, but his style of filming isn't really something I'm particularly. It's not my taste. So, like, I don't really like his whole time jumping thing he does in all of his movies. Mm. But that's just me. I love The Dark Knight as much as everybody else does. But I don't know. So I, I think I think a lot of this comes kind of down to, like, recency bias versus nostalgia bias. But I think it's time we can move on from saying that's the best comic book movie ever made or the best Batman movie ever made. Because it's, it's yeah. been long enough. I think it's been topped a little bit here. But again, I might just be talking out of my ass because it just came out and I'm hyped. Yep. Ask me so, a year how my applause might be different. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Like I said, like if I told you in our freshman year of college, the best superhero movie to come out is going to be a movie starring, starring the guy from the Twilight movies. I feel like you would have rightfully not have been my friend. Yeah. I mean, Robert Pattinson is an incredible. Yeah. Actor. In the last few oh, years, especially. So much really like i want to say turned his career around but like really come into his own as an actor right he's 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 definitely like grown out of the twilight shell which i mean like in his defense i think that's more or less he had an agent that kind of wanted him to be a very particular image and unfortunately that kind of stuck with him for a little while yeah well i I think he's definitely like gotten rid of that at, at least for me like I don't, I don't really view him as Twilight guy anymore. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's like I and everything. I, I, funny enough, I think that's like probably the least significant part of his career at this point. Right. Um, I definitely think like the Lighthouse, like without a doubt, was his huge breakout. That's one of my favorite movies, and 
that was that was definitely like a big turning point for me at least and it's like yeah. man he's not this glowy vampire guy i don't know i think this was a really good because like obviously you know me being the comic book nerd i am there's never gonna be like a great faithful adaptation of any comic book right it's getting pretty damn close <laughs> this is yeah and i think part of what made it a great adaptation is it they made it its own thing Mm-hmm. it was just so so refreshing i'm trying to think of the proper word to it to not have a punchline every five fucking seconds yeah and it was it's like, like i'm not throwing shade at marvel i enjoy marvel movies but just like i need a break yeah there can be other things and it wasn't like the edgelord bullshit that was the joker I, like i like that movie when it came out but i think i mean you've talked about this about how that movie gets I like that movie less and less every time I see it. Yeah. Well, oh shit. So there are genuinely good. funny moments in the Batman though. That it's like yeah. it's not even just like especially especially like literally every scene with the penguin had me cracking up. <laughs> but it's not like it's not like one-liner jokes. He's, he's his presence is just there's like only one part that like, really, like made me laugh. And I think that was just because it was like the delivery was done well was when Gordon had the uh, said this guy. This guy's really funny, isn't he? And yeah. you probably know what scenes. I just now also dawned on me that Zoe Kravitz was in Mad Max. I couldn't think of where I recognized her from because, yeah. yeah. Did you see that fucking tweet of like somebody tweeted a girl in the movie theater I'm at just audibly moaned from uh, when Zoe Kravitz <laughs> appeared on screen? Understandable. <laughs> I yeah. cannot blame you. There's so many like dumb little moments in that movie that like when he goes into the, the car and he like finds the fucking thumb and he's just like thumb drive. I'm just like, God damn it. Yeah, but like it still wasn't, it's still like, it's like clever, but it's like it's not it's not like it wasn't delivered in a isn't this hilarious? It was more of like, yeah, this guy's really trying to fuck with us, isn't he? Yeah. One of my biggest critiques about Endgame. It's just like there are so many moments where it's kind of trying to deal with the subject matter. And then you have like War Machine being like, oh, you got cheese whiz flowing through your veins, Thor. You fat, depressed piece of shit. I say, my, my friend has huge problems with like Thor's betrayal in that movie. And he's the, like, he's the Marvel fan of Marvel fans. And like he said, like that there's just like a few fat jokes too many in that movie. And yeah. I can't help but like agree with him. I saw in the game. I, I don't know. Like I... Sometimes I feel like there's a little too much substance over spectacle with Marvel movies. And that's not me saying that they're not, or not substance, spectacle over substance. And that's not to say that those are bad movies. Yeah. It's just that sometimes it's nice to have a change in pace. Anyway, though, I Batman. Agree. The Batman. Um, oh, God. And how nice is this after fucking Batfleck? Yeah. Although um, apparently we're not done with Batfleck. No, I think we're done with Batfleck, but I think like they're bringing back Michael Keaton in the Flash movie, which. I don't know what's going on with that. They're going to try to do some Spider-Man multiverse bullshit with the Flash, aren't yeah. they? Because if, that if did they well. Use, if, they, if they use the Flash movie, I mean, the Flash movie has been coming out for fucking like five years now. Like, yeah. I think that's supposed to come out in 2018 and then it just keeps getting delayed and delayed. And now it's coming out in 2023. It was supposed to come out this year. I am very yeah. skeptical of the Flash being good. Yeah, me too. I, but I'm also like, I don't mainly because I don't have any faith in the director. <laughs> I, and, I the, just, and I should say this director, he seems like a good director. It's just he seems to hate superhero movies. I just think if like we can get like if if it does a good job at doing a little like soft reset of the DC universe, and I'm that I'm here for because there's so much good stuff in the DCU, and there's so much garbage. Like I love the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker. 
Right, but we also had to suffer through Suicide Squad. Yeah. And the fucking Snyder Cut. Yeah, which I'm I'm not even going to get get into the Snyder Cut, which, you know, I think it's fine, but then there's like the Joss Whedon version, which is so much worse. Fuck Joss Whedon. He's a garbage yeah. person and a garbage director. Yeah, so like I don't know if we can just get some like more consistency. Yeah. Like, I think where DC is starting to figure out they find more success in trying not to mimic Marvel. Right. That's that's absolutely true. And they like and as much as I'm not a fan of Joker, they absolutely proved that when that movie came out and said, like, "Hey, we're going to drop this Joker movie. It's going to have nothing to do with anything." Yeah, it's gonna be rated R. Let's see what the fuck happens, and people love well, it. And I think they proved that too with, with the Suicide Squad. That was James Gunn who did he did Guardians of the Galaxy, and everybody's like, "Oh, this is just gonna be another uh, Guardians of the Galaxy knockoff, but the Suicide Squad this time." And it ended up being really good. It didn't feel like it was trying to rip off Marvel movies. So the Suicide Squad is probably like the most comic booky feeling movie out there. Yeah, especially with like the little title cards in the movie that make it feel like you're starting a new issue of a comic book it was really nice when they're willing to do like a change of pace usually pays off and i think it paid off really well with the batman specific initially when i heard about this i'm like oh another batman and then i'm just then day one i'm there <laughs> do you know what actually gave me, they life? me over you know what gave me faith in this batman movie hmm. when we got the first images of his outfit oh yeah and of particularly the batmobile yeah, I was I was I was sold so quickly once I saw the images. It's like I I'm in. That's hot. <laughs> yeah, like I also like I know some people are like oh they're going with Edge Lord Riddler. I did not think that at all when they were like hey we're gonna take this Riddler in the direction of like a serial killer. Yeah, and then just like I like that better for this movie. Oh God, can I tell you how happy I was that what this wasn't a Joker villain movie that too um like i i'm i'm sorry but just i'm i'm kind of jokered out yeah and i'm excited to see what matt reeves does with the joker eventually yeah but- my biggest problem with like the joker is like every batman movie wants to start off with the joker because obviously most legendary villain of all time but like you got to build up to the joker and i think there's there's things in this movie that i think we can see the signs of that yeah and i think um, when when the joker does come it'll feel a lot more natural it should definitely feel like we earned it mm-hmm. I, I sent you the interview with matt reeves and if you haven't seen it i have should... not watched it yet i was working today so oh i, well, I mean, got too busy so but i will eventually watch it it'll spoil a little what's in it <laughs> Because I want to talk about it. You, listener, have not watched it. Go check it out. It's on IGN. I think it's talking about, like, Arkham's prisoner. Apparently, there's a deleted scene in which they talk... Batman talks to, with, with him earlier. That got cut. But they left the, the piece in Arkham at the end in there. And mm-hmm. I think that's really interesting. Because the way that... One, that means we're going to get to see this <laughs> deleted scene eventually. And... I feel like it would have made a lot more a lot more sense, but it would have been weird with the flow of the movie. Essentially, that guy that we see in Arkham is not the Joker yet. Yeah, come the Joker at some point, and the way it like ties in with um the ending of the film is just that like, they're kind of just like, yeah, your job's probably never going to be done, 
and then you get to see the Joker. That was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Because I, I, let's when talk I about, let's also out. talk about like Robert Pattinson's performance. Like I thought he really captured, because I think if you're going into this expecting the Bruce Wayne you've gotten in the Nolan movies or in, or like in any other bet or like, you know, Ben Affleck or uh, even Michael Keane, this is not Bruce Wayne who's done well adapting into his role as both philanthropist, uh, playboy, and the Dark Knight. This is, you know, I'm saying year one, but it's not year one. This is year, year one Batman. Batman. Yeah. Year or no, is it year three in the movie? No, he's, this is the second years. year, I think. Yeah. This is a very rough Batman who's still figuring out how he does his job. Yeah. Like he's, he's, brought, he's got like a, it's not an origin story. So he's got a pretty good handle on it, but he's, st- he's like so consumed by how like pissed off he is at the world for what happened to him and his parents. And he's just he like, neglects his duties as a Wayne. Yeah. So like even the few scenes we do see him as Bruce Wayne, he's still doing Batman shit. Like he's not really talking to anybody. He's just like investigating. He's like, man, I gotta keep an eye on these people. And I'm kind of using my Bruce Wayne persona as disguise. Well, and I think we're still, we, we still, like, he's, we're still seeing him learn as Batman, too. Right. There's a couple scenes where he just, like, totally fucks up. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd even argue the whole movie is him fucking up until he, like, figures it out. Yeah. Um, and like, this, like, when like, he's, like, <laughs> parachuting off the building and then just, like, eats shit yeah <laughs> exactly like that's like he clearly hasn't done that before and that's like a back to the drawing board type moment in this movie which i really enjoyed yeah um i like that this batman was wearing like reactive bullet armor too mm-hmm. like that like plate armor that was just like to watch the bullets bounce off it was pretty sick so do you want to start running through down the plot of the movie or you want to keep talking about some of the general vibes? It's funny. Matt Reeves, uh, he did the Planet of the Ape mo- Apes movies, right? Which I think are brilliant. I can, and like, I haven't watched those movies, but I've seen like scenes from them and I can really see his directing, I think was a good fit for Batman. I, I think the Planet of the Apes trilogy from like the 2010s is so good. Uh, I get, I would need to put that on my watch list. So good um yeah yeah and and uh, you know we already said so gravitz was a great choice for catwoman oh yeah i also like that they made cat like they addressed like it what's become kind of straightforward part of Catwoman lore which is like yeah she's worked in you know what we'd consider sex work in the states that is like something i think most movies had shied away from recently yeah, she, she. I love um a good Batman Catwoman story. Yeah, any like anytime I get to see Bruce and Selina together makes me happy, and I think they really nailed like the origin of their relationship. But also, like, there's so many scenes where like, like she, she she's she's like very experienced with how like the gritty side of the city works. Yeah, but Bruce is just like he's kind of just getting into it, so like she, she's she's there to like call him out on his rich boy bullshit, and he's like, "You have no idea what the fuck you're doing, dude." <laughs> no. Yeah, the one scene where um, I will like, say this: I, I hope we get, I hope, walked out. 
<laughs> oh my god the mo i like just picture him in like i don't know and by the way i just want to state this ben shapiro has never read anything yeah i was gonna because i was gonna come on and just say he hasn't read any comic books but no he just didn't, he's never read anything he's never tried <laughs> that hard at anything in his life <laughs> he's like he's an absolute fucking joke ben if you're listening to this go fuck yourself you fucking I don't know. I can't come up with anything creative for you. You're not worth my time. <laughs> no, but I was like, I think that was a really like good scene. Yeah. Like she was like, sure. Like she was absolutely right on the money, but in like more, in more ways than she could even realize. Mm-hmm. Cause he's Bruce, Bruce at this point. Like, of course, like we know, like, and, and like, later at the end of the movie it kind of sets up it's like man i gotta have to like help this city in more ways than just beating up the mentally ill but when he was like so like consumed by rage and vengeance and he's just like i have to target crime of the city he doesn't really care about any of that stuff he's just like i see some i see people doing bad things give them a broken arm in three places and yeah. it's like oh that's not how everything works it's not always that simple dude and he's got to learn that lesson and he does and i think the way that it's handled is very smart yeah um right let's talk about the openings of this movie dude (laughs) that's so good i'm 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 ready to just like walk down the block and go to the theater again to watch that. <laughs> yeah, so we had like Zodiac Riddler as our opening scene. Mm-hmm. Like, did he like this Riddler was totally inspired by the Zodiac killer, right? I would say so, yeah. Um, but like obviously it was some very like this is a very modern Gotham, too. It this is yeah, this is millennial Batman. <laughs> Um, and so, which, I think it's supposed to be like 2022, like in universe. Yeah, like it, you know, versus the Joker, which kind of had a I couldn't tell what time period feel it took place, or a lot of Batman movies that feel like they're taking place in a different time period. Um, this is a very mod. Like, this is the bet my favorite version of Gotham I've seen on screen. Right, because like the Nolan movies were kind of just like here's Chicago. <laughs> yeah, no, this like this wasn't New York. Like it, there was elements in New York. There was elements in Chicago, but this was Gotham. Oh, it's so New York. Like yes, it's but like Gotham it's not... Square Garden. Garden. <laughs> yeah, but it's also not New York. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it, it's much. You believe it or not, you can get dirtier than New York, and here it is, Gotham City. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. Like, I think in lore, if you look at like a map of where Gotham is, it's between New York and New Jersey. Jersey, right. Um, so like it, it, it does have very New York vibes, but it's also like, you know, it's like Gotham City. You got gargoyles and shit. It's like there's fucking criminals running around every corner. Yeah. It doesn't feel like any other actual city, despite being like, you know, very implied to be this universe's version of New York. But yeah, it's, you know, and like, and I also like the update to Wayne Manor. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Wayne Manor being like a tower in a city, I feel like makes a lot more sense than 
being right. like out and yeah i hope we get a robin with this version of batman that's that's my one thing is like robin has been neglected by the movies for far too long the last one we got is fucking all right we could we could talk about George, joseph gordon levitt and like the, the one dumb scene in the dark knight rises but then the real problem is chris o'donnell in batman and robin in 1997 which dear lord <laughs> yeah please please don't let that be the last movie robin yep um yeah exactly yeah oh fuck okay <clears throat> yeah i'm just this was so fucking good I like I I know I, I keep saying that, but this was such a good movie. But I would really like because like and somebody's like, oh, how could you have a fucking gritty movie if you don't have um raw if you have like a child, motherfucker? Do you think of anything more gritty than a child being put into the dangerous situations Batman is? Right, like Dick Grayson's parents literally get murdered. Yeah. And he has to deal with the reality. I and saw. I mean, you could definitely bump Dick Grayson up, make him like, instead of make him 10, make him like, I don't know, 13 or 14. Yeah. It's like, I honestly would probably be a good decision for the movie. Yeah. I kind of thought they might have been hinting at like a Robin subplot with sub like future with two characters. Um, are you talking I don't about think. Son? No, actually, it was a different character. The Marathon is confirmed not Robin. <laughs> I know. I was talking about with the guy we see who he lets go in the gang early on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cool. Well, and I think, like, not, maybe because uh, there's Duke, uh, there's Flash, or not Flash, there's the Signal, uh, who would be an interesting one to introduce before Robin. Mm-hmm. Do you know, you know who Signal is, right? Vaguely. Uh, but, yeah, I think that would be an interesting take. To have like yeah like the Batman let me go. <laughs> I need a I I, I need I, I kind of just need like a on screen Bat family. Yeah, it's like we don't need to get there yet, but if we can like slowly like get that ball rolling, I'm here for it. I'm so happy. Like if I like I I know Dick Grayson's kind of just like the overused one, but yeah, I don't care. Give it, you know, give him to me or give I me a new. Doubt Robin. we'd get a Damien. I doubt we'd get a Damian Wayne on screen. No. Just because I don't think no, people it's not happening. No, no one no one even no one likes uh <laughs> Damian Wayne in comics enough to do that. I think people came around to Damian Wayne like now. It did, but it took them issues. They're not gonna do him. I could see maybe getting a Tim Tim Drake on. They're gonna I, I, if anything, I would say I would get a we would get a Jason Todd. Yeah. Which Give I would love a Jason Todd storyline. I love getting a fucking Under the Red Hood movie. That'd be so sick. The other than the animated, the animated, movie. yeah, but which like, is pretty good. I have my opinions on animated movies, like like, but unfortunately, the DC, it just it's always seems like a back burner type thing to them. Yeah. Well, speaking of things that we want in the future, yeah. we've got a lot of villains to set up in this one. Yeah, do you want to go over a few of them? All right, so okay, I I I, I kind of kept a mental notebook on like things that they on potential villains that they set up. So, um, the first card that the Riddler Riddler sends um, Batman has an owl on it. Like, oh, Ooh. interesting. The League of Oh, that would be such a fucking good movie. Fuck. Oh, so. 
and and then later uh Riddler made that whole video exposing the Waynes and their involvement with Arkham Asylum with the journalist uh who I can't remember his first name but named Elliot with the big word hush on the screen you know talking oh about my god I didn't make so, that connection we th- th- there's probably going to be a hush storyline at some point but also I think that digs deeper into like w- with the Arkham family is like man there's a secret like uh bit of Gotham history that Bruce Wayne isn't aware of and that well, and again that can be perfect territory for the Court of Owls right there then um especially if they do it like as Bruce Wayne is becoming um I'm trying to think of the word as Bruce Wayne's becoming the new, like the, what his father was and like yeah. drawing attention, that would be such a good like time for a Hush storyline to take place yeah. because really Hush is like very much a story about jealousy. Yeah. And then there's also uh, the fact that the district attorney got blown the fuck up. You're going to need a new one eventually. And who else? Yeah. But Sir Harvey, I know Dent. this guy named Harvey Dent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Penguin's still kicking. He's getting his own TV series now on HBO Match. What I, which I, I so, so my dad, for. my dad pointed this out, and I have to give him credit. The Penguin's not as unhinged as he is quite yet. No, because he, he was like, still. It's and I think that and what I predict is the Penguin series is going to show his rise to becoming the crime lord of Gotham. Right, because he. In this movie, he's still like a pawn of Carmine Falcone. Yeah. He's like, he's powerful, but he's not like the guy yet. Yeah. Which oh, I'm um, so excited for. And then, of course, uh, in the climax, when he's like about to fucking die, he just injects the green fluid into his body, which is stated to be an adrenaline mm-hmm. shot, but that's a suspiciously bright green fluid. Uh, yeah. Can't oh my god, a Bane that actually uses the fucking Venom would be awesome. Yeah, or it could be teasing his drug. Because you know there's no way because there, you know you know there's no way we'd get that we would have actually gone Bane using Venom in the uh, what's in the what storyline in the Nolan movies. Yeah. I, 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 I What I like about this movie is like it's it's still like very like dark and like kind of realistic but it still feels like a comic book movie so like sure give me fucking goofy ass looking giant bane give me Clayface. i can take it <laughs> i want it yeah i think there's a lot um you know i think into the riddler we got in this movie was not what i expect so many people are like oh my god this is gonna be so goofy they chose the riddler yeah i mean like I I really I, I thought the Riddler was perfect for this movie. Um, yeah, worked so well, and I was and it's it's it, and the Riddler's like a fun villain to have in this one because I'm like I'm kind of trying to like solve the mystery as the film's going along myself. Just, yeah, I was, I was like totally yeah, particularly I think you know, um, and Alfred we forgot about fucking Alfred the OG Andy Circus the King. What do you think of this uh, this portrayal of our boy? I I thought it was really good. Yeah, that, really well for this movie, um, I like their relationship because like I there's there's a the really good scene where he's like in the hospital bed and they kind of just like have to settle all the 
you know, bury the hatchet on like what the fuck's going on with the with the wings. Because mm-hmm. at that point, he's just like, bitch, you lied to me. And it's like, I'm actually, I didn't. Yeah, I, I like the direction they took the uh, they took the wings in this movie. Yeah, but I also I also like how Alfred was like an active part of solving the mystery too. Yeah, which is like very Batman's accurate. Butler. He's not just Batman's butler. He's like when he's former military and he knows what the fuck yeah. he's doing. He's also like very intelligent, yeah. resourceful in his own right. Let's not forget, in comics, not mainstream comics, Alfred has kicked Superman's ass. Matt Reeves has stated like I think this is. He doesn't really want like an expanded universe, so he does he probably doesn't want like any other superheroes. I think it's just gonna be like a very self-contained Batman thing, but I'm like, man, I'm gonna I'm I'm we're really never gonna get a nice Bruce Clark friendship on screen, are we? I don't think we'll get a pros at least not maybe in our debt in this decade, we're not gonna get a proper Justice League movie. Yeah, um, I don't really want. I don't even need a Justice League. I just like Bruce and Clark's friendship. Yeah, um, my only thing, like, and here's my thing about that. It's just Marvel to set the Avengers took several movies and some severe trial and an error that I feel like a lot of people overlook. Yeah, because keep in mind, yes, there was Iron Man, but we also had to get a Thor and a and a Hulk to get that movie. So that's uh, that that uh, that's all I have to say on that. If it's, if somebody can like reboot like Superman in the same way, yeah. What if they get Henry Cavill again? I just like I like Henry Cavill. He's great. Like I thought I he was. I thought he was a good version. I just think the storyline he was given was kind of crap. Yeah, he's a good actor. I, it's just like nobody really gets Superman. <laughs> and I, I I saw a tweet and I retweeted it too. And just like I really need a Superman movie that, like who from a director that gets superman the same way that matt reeve gets batman yeah back to um, the batman. yeah so like you know how about when batman himself is introduced that that, that see that, that had me like on edge of the entire time because every like 10 seconds it's like oh because, like yeah it starts with like we see this crime spree and then of course we have the bat light in the air um, and I love how he doesn't stop the first two crimes we see. He doesn't stop them, but you just see like you know that bank, that store robber looking into the alley and just like being scared the moment he sees the white or that guy, that one vandalist, uh, you know, looking into the, his paint spray paint bottle rolling into the alley and him looking terrified. And then there, there was that gang. I forget what gang they're supposed to be, but I think in comics that gang has a name. I can't remember the name of it. I don't either. But the way he just like absolutely brutalizes those dudes is pretty cool. Yeah, which I think gets across the point again of this being like a very new Batman. But it also sells the point that like the whole point of a Batman persona was like to inspire fear. Yeah. And this dude's fucking scary. Yeah. Like, I would be shitting my pants if I was just chilling with my boys in the subway and fucking Batman shows up and starts beating the crap out of us. God damn. Yeah. I think they really did a good job at selling, like, how scary Batman is supposed to be to the criminals of Gotham. Yeah. I also liked he was a detective this time around, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of takes on Batman kind of forget the fact that he is, like, you know, 
the world's greatest detective, you know, like detective comics, the whole thing. That, you know. <laughs> so bringing that aspect of his character into this movie is so good. And having him, like the, the companionship, like with the Riddler too. The, the yeah, and of- also Gordon. Oh my God, Jeffrey Wright. I love you. I thought, Go- yeah, I thought Gordon in this movie was great. I just, I love how tired he seems. Yeah. How tired he seems throughout the entire movie is great. Yeah. I mean, like, when you're, like, the one good guy in a corrupt police department, you, you can only do so much. He's probably, he's just like, thank you, Batman, for cleaning up this mess. Yeah. I I love this series. Like, you could have at least done me the favor and hold back your punch. <laughs> no, I was. The Batman Gordon relationship is so good in this movie. Yeah. I love oh, Jim God. Gordon. He's like one of my favorite characters in, in like Batman lore. And this this is probably my favorite on-screen version of him. Yeah. The Riddler, though, like in this movie too, like clearly, like you could tell how he was getting in the head of both Batman and Gordon, and like really like because like you know the riddler was going after the corruption in the gotham like crime and like gotham's police and government so right and like i I, and i really and i like that too because he's just because like he's exposing like granted he's brutally murdering people which is obviously not good but like he's exposing a lot of like the grimy criminal underworld of the city and how it's made its way into our police the police department and the government and like there's part of him is like yeah you know, like he's murdering people that's not cool but like is he kind of right though mm-hmm. yeah in a, in a couple ways he is yeah well yeah because falcon's arguably much worse than he is yeah um i, I mean up until the end i thought the kind of online radical a- aspect too was a very nice touch yeah, yeah, yeah like a- maybe maybe that's the reason ben shapiro didn't like it because of all the acts of violence that ben shapiro has inspired people to do maybe i don't know <laughs> I, I i just like to imagine that he uh selena kyle said white privilege and then he just walked out of the theater he started foaming <laughs> at the mouth and like rolling on the floor <laughs> when she said white privilege and that's when he tweeted out a Batman movie was bad. <laughs> yeah. That was the moment. He just whipped out his phone in the theater like a fucking jackass. That that was, was a, this was a really good movie, man. Like also like just to add on the fact that like I liked it, that final fight. Like he really felt like he was like struggling. Oh yeah, no, because he had uh, I I like a lot I like a lot of the fight scenes cuz like it's yeah. never like a fair one-on-one. Yeah, the first fight too. Like you, like you can tell he's trying hard to keep up. Yeah. Um, he's also really, as my dad pointed out, he's not a super gadget oriented Batman. At least not yet. No, he just pure fists. Yeah, like he uses his hook things. Oh my god! When he like used to grapple through that dude's leg. I was. Yeah. Just or like, the two- and then Penguin shows up, like, "Whoa, take it easy, sweetheart." <laughs> or the two Riddler guys' ass. Yeah, and you know, it's that first fight scene too, like really gets across the idea. Um that this, like the suit's all hands, pure tank. Like... Yeah. Um, and then you know that nightclub fight too is another great example of like this being a new Batman 
Um, especially because I love how he's just kind of moving fast and beating the shit out of everybody while doing so. Um, oh, just, he, the way he just like walks in and just like starts throwing hands immediately, no questions asked, just like pop. And then he's, he he keeps getting shot like all the time. And it's like, dude, you got to like be a little bit more careful. <laughs> yeah, get your suit bulletproof, but like that could only protect you so much. And he gets knocked on his ass a lot. We talk, we talk about how awesome the new Batmobile is. Oh my god, dude! This, oh my god, the chase scene with the penguin is art. It's so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where he knocks the car upside down and like he's walking towards him very slowly. How co- I mean, just how cool it is when the fucking Batmobile flies out of the flames of that huge explosion is great. Especially because this isn't like a very f- sophisticated Batmobile. No, it's kind of just like a big ass car. <laughs> like this doesn't have machine guns. This is a car with a powerful engine and something I can realistically see existing. Yeah. Oh my god, but the scene of him walking upside down, I can't get out of my mind. That's like the hardest shot in the movie. Yeah. It was all practical. They actually did that. Yeah. There, was, there wasn't there wasn't CGI in that scene. That's fucking well, insane. They they had to do at least like a, a little, but not CGI. But like that, they actually like drove the fucking Batmobile <laughs> through the fire. Also, is it just me? Oh. like as far as like an actor, Robert Pattinson, Patterson's uh, Pat, Robert Pat. Holy fuck! Cannot say his name. You might need to say his name. You know who I'm talking about, though. Yeah. Uh, Robert Pattinson is like the most chill actor to play Batman in a while. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know, Ben Affleck just seems, like, a little too much in some cases. Well, I mean, like, and, he, he's, like, super pissed off in Batman v Superman, but then you get to the Justice League, and he's kind of just, like, bored the entire time. Yeah, he's Iron Man. He, he just, like, looks like he just doesn't want to be there 80% of the time. So, yeah. I, one review I once heard said that one of the problems with the Bat, with Batman in, uh, what you call it uh, in like the Batfleck movies is clearly they want him to be Iron Man. Yeah, he just wasn't. Yeah, but man, that was so cool. Everything about this was cool. Right. And I and I really loved like the mysteries of like all yeah. the Riddler hint. They were all so cleverly done. The. the when he catches the penguin with Gordon and like they're having the whole debate about Spanish, so funny. Yeah, <laughs> I love that scene. Um, and, and he's just like, "Oh shit, U R L, bro." <laughs> Another moment where it's like, movie's just genuinely funny, but it's not so like punchy, and it, it just feels natural. It's not like trying to be funny; it just is. Well, it feels genuine. It's not them looking for, for a stick of barb. It's like him like pointing out, no, no, it's your, your Spanish sucks. It's it's la rate. <laughs> la rata a lot. It's like, no, it says el rata a lot. Like, do you think the Riddler is that dumb? Like, no. It's like, you know what a rat the ring sounds like? A bat. And he's just like, oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I kind of liked how they portrayed the Gotham City Police Department. 
Right. And it's like, you know, you got you got some like good folks in there, some but also there's a lot of corruption. Yeah. One of the things I particularly liked was his escape when he was zip lining onto the roof and they just all started shooting at him. Yeah. Typical police. Yeah. Typical police. And um Oh man, there was also some brutal deaths. Just like, and you don't see anything, but just like be your imagination of what happened. Yeah. And particularly in regards to the police chief before Gordon. Oh yeah. With the like, like rat torture. Yeah. It's like, oh man, I really don't want to know what he did with those rats. Yeah. That's, that was pretty horrific. Yeah, even the color bomb thing. Yeah, that was brutal. Did I ever tell you the fact that, like that? That's something that like really happened in Pennsylvania. Really? Yeah, there was like a real call, like a bank robbery. Like we should do an episode about sometime. But uh, yeah, that's like a real thing that happened in Pennsylvania. I know. I think it happened like I want to say eerie, but I can't be too sure. It, it is a super bizarre story. I really like that scene though. Yeah, no, no. Oh shit! I'm Bruce Wayne right now. I can't really get action. I particularly like how they drive in the fact whoever's standing there was the Riddler, and they lead you on to think a few other people are the Riddler. Right. But again, there's the DA that just blew the fuck up. Gotta get a new one at some point. Yep. I'm very excited to see where that goes. Yeah. So, heavy spoiler warning about the ending thing with that Joker hint. We already kind of talked about it, but what did you think that was too much? I thought that was fine in this movie. No, I mean, like I did when I walked out, but then I watched the interview and I'm like, oh, okay, that makes a little bit more yeah. sense. Then. But I did have that spoiled for me, like before the movie even came out. I think it was leaked pretty early on. So, I'm just like, it's like I, I was, I was like waiting for it to happen because I knew it was coming. I was like, okay, when's this, when's this shit gonna happen? Because I was, all, I was definitely just like, ugh, another Joker, come on, please. But then I'm like, then I learned a little bit more, and I'm like, okay, I'm sold. Give it to me. I'm ready for a different, a new Joker as long as they like take their time with it and not just like toss a new Joker out there every other year. And it's yeah. not Joaquin Phoenix, which a lot of people were speculating. It was like, nope. No, I, I feel like we that was the most of that Joker, and I'd be kind of okay with it. I'm okay with that too. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm kind of I'm I'm okay if we don't get Joker for a little while. Yeah. But like there's because there's so many other Batman villains that were like really yeah. cool. And then, I also like that this was a very riddlery riddler. Yeah, and he's not like over the top goofy like um, Jim Carrey. Yeah, I feel like that's a big problem. Is Jim Carrey's Riddler really set the stage for every adaptation after him for a little while? Yeah. So I was like, oh, Jim Carrey's Riddler is so goofy. Yeah, he's like, um, it works for that movie. Batman Forever is just a goofy movie, not the goofy movie, but it's a goofy movie. He's like the right kind of completely unhinged. He's yeah. just like he's he's very menacing. 
but he's not like over the top theatrical. Mm-hmm. And I and I love villains that pose more of a mental challenge for Batman than a physical challenge. And I think, and that's why Bane is one of my favorite villains because he's like the best of both. And I I think that's where I agree with you. We need a two face. Yeah. Because like, um, of course, Batman can just punch the shit out of Two Face, no problem. Like that wouldn't even be a competition if those two went hand like hand to hand. I'll be I'll be honest. I actually thought just because like we didn't see too well that first we were gonna get Two Face introduced at, in that scene mm. because of that guy's uh, facial scars. Ah. But to realize that uh, that is not, I was kind of relieved because like, oh, God damn it, we're not going to actually see the Harvey Dent side and we're just going to start with Two-Face. So yeah, that was nice. Yeah, Two-Face fucks with Batman in so many other ways. Other than, and like this, and I think that it was the same thing with Riddler. Uh, and Penguin. And Penguin too. Like none of them, like if they were to fight Batman, they'd get shit on, but like they're more of like a mental uh, obstacle. And of course, like when they have like such... Uh, when they have like numbers like that, they're a physical obstacle by sending a bunch of goons at him too. Yeah, and I was, I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. And I think the way that uh, the, the scene where um, Batman confronts Riddler and Arkham, and I, I see a lot of people clowning on him, but I think it's really well done. It's just like I, I, I get, yeah, it, I think it's pretty much because Paul the Nose just like completely unhinged, and it's like, oh, it's like a five year old throwing a tantrum. Like, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> Yeah, he, he he is an unwell individual. It's he, that's what he had, it looks he had a like. Fucked up childhood that led him to be a fucked up adult. Yeah, um, yeah, and clearly, just like I love somebody's had a tweet that's like, ah, yes, the true villain we've always worried about, an adult man with less than a thousand Twitter followers. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> the. But that was a really good misdirect in that scene where, like, you you truly believe that Riddler figured out who Bruce Wayne is. And I'm just like, oh, shit. What's going to happen? Because, like... Also, it, is it just weird? Did they, like, again, with, like, the online radical thing, did they capture it really well with the scene in the scene where uh, they show his, like, last video to his, like, group of guys? Yeah. You know what I mean? No, like they really got that part well of like, like how weirdly casual it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, I, I, I thought it was like really smart the way they handled their interaction because, like, I, like I totally see why uh, Riddler was like convinced that Batman was on his side. Yeah. Because- Every step of the way, Riddler was stringing him along to like expose these awful people. And like, yeah, Batman did exactly what he wanted to do, but he kind of just like missed a critical part of Batman's character. It's just like Batman's not a fucking murderer. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, that's I, I do like the interaction between Batman and Gordon when like Batman says no guns, and then Gordon goes, "That's your thing, not mine." Yeah, which. It reminds me of a joke in comic, uh, somebody did, I think it's uh, the Panda Red, he's like a tick tac guy that does like a bunch of Batman jokes. 
Yeah. Um, he did a really funny joke about like goons in Gotham breaking down which bats will uh, will hurt you to what degree. It's like, yeah, Nightwing, uh, Batwoman, and a few others, uh, or the Batgirl and a few others, they're gonna hurt you, but not hurt you, hurt you. Batman's gonna put you in the intensive care unit. Batwoman and, and Red Hood will definitely kill you. And then so it's I thought the I thought the bat doesn't kill. No, no, the bat doesn't kill. The others though, they're on the spectrum of murder. He's just like, yeah, no, like I also like that, like they both they both equally had like major miscalculations with how they handled each other's. So, like first, Riddler completely misunderstood who Batman was and his whole MO. But Bat- Batman completely missed the key to solving the mystery. And I don't know about you, but I really thought this movie did fan service right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there was never like the Marvel stuff of, hey, look it up. Look, we did the thing. We did the thing, you guys. This like- is a reference to uh this is a, a reference to the amazing Spider-Man issue 632. Which I I I I'm not clowning Marvel for that. I think I always think that's pretty cool, but like sometimes I do be just like shoving things in your face. Well, it's like the twins are something from batman series right which i liked that was a good inclusion to have you know there's you didn't have to they didn't have to do anything of like i i like part of me was like god i'm gonna like be mad at this movie if like if jim gordon gets a call and goes it's uh, hold on it's my daughter barbara looks at camera because i'm just so used to that kind of bullshit calm laugh track I'm so used to that kind of bullshit from movies at this point. I feel like I'm right when I say bullshit. Like, you can treat your fans as if they are smart people. And oftentimes they're not, though, so, like... I mean, like, I'm down for Barbara Gordon coming in. I yeah. I, I'm, a bit, I'm a big Barbara fan. I, I think one of the best Barbara Gordon depictions is in one of my favorite, like, adaptations of DC Universe, which is Harley Quinn. Oh, I love Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good show. I think that really kind of has captured... I, I think I saw someone once described it. It's like, it's very much a comedy for Gen Z. Yeah, but I'm Gen Z, so I like it. Well, and a friend of mine pointed out, it's like, you know, this is a toast that like makes prod that it's like obviously targeted and doesn't make jokes like uh, avocado toast much like or and it was just like, it was a good comedy show. I don't know if we're going to get another season. That. I hope we do. No, it's coming out this year. Oh, we are? They're also oh, making a Kite Man spinoff. That- yes. <laughs> fuck Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that is the best news ever. <laughs> I'm I'm here for the kite Matt man. Reeves. If you find our podcast, one fucking a great movie. Two, make it a kite man movie. Put yeah. kite man oh. in the next Batman movie. Kite 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 man is confirmed to exist in the DCU at least with Peacemaker. Because I think there's like a I think there's like a newspaper article that you see that Peacemaker apprehended Kite. There are some depictions of Kite Man that do show him as like kind of a hardcore villain. I, 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 I like like I like when they can just like let him be goofy. It's just, it's just dude. I also am pretty sure in my memory there's there's a there's a comic book where Kite Man beats the shit out of Joker. I, I, and like let's face it, Kite Man has the best catchphrase. Hell yeah. What's what what's your uh wish like do you what's your like wish for a goofy batman villain to appear in a movie um i'm so we're probably not gonna get polka dot man no we already got him which is weird to say in his own way he's like no we already got a polka dot man <laughs> not goofy but i think would be a good counter would be black spider 
um just because i think him dealing with like an assassin like that on the side would be an interesting especially one that relies on gadgets kind of like he does i'm looking at this calendar man i think they could actually make interesting oh yeah no they usually they calendar man's like sounds pretty stupid but like we usually do something interesting with him um i think i think it's like really interesting um stuff in like the arkham games condiment king oh yeah no I, that was that was mine <laughs> that was one that even even james gunn said was too goof, goofy to put in that movie i love condiment king <laughs> but again i'm like i want i i really want clayface i do kind i i do want kite man i not like or even just like i'd be okay if we see a newspaper clip thing like kite man foiled again yeah like that like how they did it in peacemaker yeah, I would kind of like, I, like we're probably not going to get it, but I'd kind of like a reference towards like at least Vigilante because I think Vigilante was like one of the problems that Batman dealt with. There's so, there's so, there's so many characters. I want like, I, I, I also really want a man bat. <laughs> I do too. And I feel like that would actually weirdly fit in with this version. Oh, no, of... We're getting Morbius. It's the same thing. <laughs> um... Morbius and the Batman. <laughs> oh God. Morbius is Marvel, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for Morbius. Everyone's going to go see it. It's going to be good. I don't know. Ooh, um, you know who I'd want? Asriel. Oh, Asriel's sick. I didn't know who Asriel was until I played the Lego Batman games. <laughs> but Of course you that didn't. Was, that was my first. Well, especially, I think if they did like a faithful Nightfall adaptation, it would be really cool to see Asriel come to screen. Yeah, there's so, there's so many characters. Like... More so than like back when like I'm out and like I was a child when the Nolan movies were coming out, but I was I kind of let my imagination run wild between the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises. I'm like, oh, who's gonna be in this movie? And then, yeah, I mean, then, I think oh, most okay. realistically, I can picture the next villain probably being either the Penguin, but I don't know. Well, I mean, like again, the Penguin's getting his own series um right but i could picture them using the series tonight to set up yeah yeah and they're they're all they're, all, they're also doing an arkham asylum series which i'm all, i'm very excited for because there is a lot of potential in the like a much poison ivy would be an interesting one to introduce with that what poison ivy oh yeah 100 i think also because i'm a poison ivy lover her relationship to um Catwoman was always interestingly depicted yes which is kind of like not necessarily on the same page but you know what i mean yeah uh but the arkham asylum series is probably gonna be fire because like i i think they did so much interesting stuff with this movie like expanding gotham city into like uh, like even like, they one they established like one Batman can't be everywhere at, at once. He's one dude. Um, yeah, he knows the city in and out, but like he can't stop every. I, I don't know how long like, how how I, I hope we get a few movies out of this variation of Batman. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm, but if we do, I would one of the things I'd always want to see would be essentially um, a under the Red Hood story. Especially if you were to use that as a way to introduce um, introduce uh, A, a Jason Todd, then kill him and bring him back as Red Hood, but also a Tim Drake. 
because I feel like this Batman would be very appropriate to deal with that, that, uh, you know, loss, obviously to deal with like, yeah, he gets his sidekick killed. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that would have to be like very far down the line though. Yeah. I think we need like, it was like we don't even have a Dick Grayson yet. We would need an old, we need a much older Robert Pattinson too, I think to portray that. This, this, this Batman's still very like young and like. I think Ra's al Ghul would be a reasonable villain. Ra's al Ghul is cool. Cause also this is early enough in his career that Ra's al Ghul was a mentor to him recently. Yes. I, w- I would be I would be down with Ra's al Ghul coming in. Yeah, I, I I do think that would be kind of just like retreading on already done grounds a little I, bit. I I think they could do it much differently though. I do too. I uh, think if they do a Batman Court of the Owls, dude, I would I would kill for a Court of Owls movie. Um, I kind of want to wait a wait on that a little bit because like again like I think the. That family there's a, a um abridged version of one of the animated under under the owls mask movie um it has one of the funniest concepts which is batman like that owls going we're all already dead and batman goes oh thank god and <laughs> good tells nightwing hey good news what they're not dead does that mean yeah we can do whatever we want to them <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't know there was a Court of Owls movie. Yeah, um, I've only read the comic book, which is probably one of my favorite uh, Batman comics out there. Um, ooh, An- another random Batman villain that I kind of want to see is Professor Pig. <laughs> Professor Pig's fucking creepy. Yeah, and I think he kind of fits like the freaky vibe. I also, I, I will totally, say I could, this. I could totally see him being like a minor villain. Yeah, I feel like if you introduced him, that'd be a good time to inter- do like introduce under the Red Hood story, like I said later on. Because almost every time there's a Red Hood focused story, Professor Pig gets shot in the face by Red Hood. As he deserves to. to How honest. about Black Skull? Oh, no, wait, they already did. Birds of Prey. Yeah, I forgot about that. I'm not, I'm, I, I, I like Black He's cool. Um, or Victor Zaz. I'm Zaz. I thought, okay, I will say, I don't think the Birds of Prey movie was as bad as people. It's not bad. It's not. <laughs> like, I don't think it's great either, but it was oh, It was good. It was good. It's it's just fun. People hate fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, we know exactly who the kinds of people that were upset with that movie were. Oh, people hate women having fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad movie. <laughs> It, like it, it, I'll get, like I'll say this: If you're gonna tolerate all the other like dumb comic book movies, you have no reason to not tolerate that movie. Yeah, no. Uh, you, there's sure you can have like valid criticisms of it, but a lot of it just kind of comes down to misogyny, and that's just how it'll be. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that, unfortunately, Mister Freeze, that would be a fucking great one to do in this. Ooh. Victor Freeze. My name is Victor Freeze. Well, I can't believe the last Mr. Freeze we got is 
fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I mean, those the one. They're, they're, uh, a lot of these characters appeared in Gotham too, but I don't really want to count Gotham. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. That's just kind of cringe. Yeah, <laughs> I said, a friend of mine once described Gotham as like a hot topic kid uh, writing a TV show. Yeah, that's kind of what it is, and like you know, the, Gotham has good stuff going on in it. It's also especially just- the fact they can't ever actually use a lot of the hero, the villains' names, makes it all the funnier, in my opinion. You know, look, I've never watched. I don't think I've watched the show all the way through. But like, I um, know, I, I did. I I watched a couple seasons of it, and then I stopped. I can't remember exactly when I stopped. Um, that shit got goofy. I mean, it was go- it was kind of silly to begin with, but then it got really stupid. Ooh, Solomon Grundy's in that show, and that'd be fun. Yeah. I keep just I keep just brainstorming all like all these Batman villains that I want to see and it's like I know it's I'm so happy this movie like let my imagination it like this movie let my imagination run wild a lot with like things that could ha- potentially happen in the future with this yeah. first Batman. I think the only reason I would really want to see this eventually grow into like a storyline where we get to see him Red Hood is I'd like to see this Batman's philosophy of not killing be challenged more. Yeah. Um, especially because he has that moment where he almost, if it wasn't for Gordon, he almost lost himself. Yeah, sure. Like, I, I think you would have beaten that guy to death if Gordon hadn't stopped him. Oh, 100%. Like, dude hits like a truck. Yeah. You can only handle so many of those punches. <laughs> he probably would have choked on his own blood or something. Yeah, like, let's not forget Batman is tough enough that he has gone toe to toe with most of the super powered league members of the Justice League. Yeah. Granted, this is not the same version of Batman, but like, dude's a menace. <laughs> yeah. How about Killer Croc? Did you see this Batman going up against Killer Croc? Um, I would love it. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that. Like I think they need film. to. I, I think they need to drip feed a little bit more of the yeah. supernatural characters. Yeah. I, I think if I think right now most likely they should stick to the more criminal elements. Yeah, but I love the supernatural characters. It's so much fun. Yeah. Like, oh, like again, like Killer Croc, Clayface, Man Bat. I want I want them. <laughs> yeah. But I can't see it really happening. But so be, a bunch I'd, of fans want Matt Mads Michelson to play Mr. Freeze. Good choice. Yeah. I'm with it. Um, I, I think that this Batman in particular, though, you need a villain that will challenge his philosophies. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing I liked about this Batman is the Riddler challenged his philosophy. I like that ending. He's like, I have to be a symbol for hope, not a symbol for vengeance. Yeah. And like that shot of him like leading the people out of the water, so good. Yeah. And you realize, like, man, this is actually who Batman is. He's not like just like this jackass who beats up mentally ill people for fun. It's like, no, he's like like there's so many criticisms of him, like, but like fucking one Gotham's not real. This I think it, so. Let's take a okay. You know, actually, I'm gonna say this. You know, who would be a good villain, a minor villain, but not like not the main villain, but like a good minor threat to deal for to add on to in the next Batman movie. So mm-hmm. let's think about it this way 
Batman is is in a state where he needs to change his symbol. There's a new mayor elected. The city was just recently destroyed. A ton of the poor were left to fend for themselves. Anarchy. Because I think a character that does that challenges the system in a much more radical way than Batman would be an excellent idea. It's very interesting. It's like I it, it's a very like relatively unknown villain too. Yeah. So I th- I think that being like a minor character, like I can't I can't imagine. I think that like, kind of. I'm, I'm saying character. like kind of filling in like a Falcone or uh, yeah, Penguin role, like a, just being like an an extra layer of oh god damn it I have to deal with this bullshit. Him and Two Face would probably be like a good villain combo, just like different versions of dishing yeah. out justice and what that really means. Yeah, especially like I like the idea of like justice coming from the elements of the street that have been created versus justice having been created by a corrupt like i think that would be a really good storyline is like a harvey dent who's like you know especially a tough on law and like you could totally relate that to modern politics like a tough on law harvey dent who's like listen we we can't have any mercy for any of these criminals and then anarchy who's like listen we need to like resist at all costs and like both of their philosophies being amped up as each at each other especially if it starts out with batman siding on dent with dent he's like yeah i guess we need to be tough on all crime but then being challenged by dent once he becomes two-faced would be great yeah oh my god like i've this is like the only like this is the biggest movie that that has come out recently that i was just like been so excited for the potential I'm What's gonna say this: the last few years have given me a new hope in the in the in the movies that we've been seeing, and I know that sounds stupid oh, yeah. to say, but like, I thought Dune was a really invigorating new movie. Um, yeah. this was a really good movie. We've gotten a few others. It's just like blockbusters outside of the Marvel mo- and Star Wars mode. Yeah, non Disney blockbusters. Yeah, and I'm and I love to see it. <laughs> yeah. And they've all been very good. Like yeah. Well, Tyler, before we wrap up, you have any more notes on this on the Batman or like where you're hoping this series goes? Uh not really that this I'm just gonna say I saw a tweet. Uh mm-hmm. I can't I can't remember who tweeted. I'm sorry, I, I can't give credit, but uh they said it was implied that Thomas Wayne was assassinated in 2001. So there is a chance that Bruce Wayne uh, went to see Shrek with his parents. God damn it, Tyler. That's the last movie he saw. And that's when they got killed. Uh, <laughs> never mind. That was just credit to whoever tweeted that. That killed me. and made me <laughs> very happy to think about that. But yeah. Anyway, um, I I really just like I really like genuinely had no like glaring issues with this movie. There's like a couple things and like that I was just like, does that entirely make sense? No, but I was willing to roll with it. Like, I feel I, I feel like you know you know Batman being like the tank that he is, he took too much damage, the like reasonable amount, and like you should not be alive, especially with his face exposed. 
like yeah i mean so that in like batman lore that's usually why he had the bat symbol be yellows to give something for them to shoot at yeah that makes sense yeah no, but it's, then, it's like oh my your face is exposed and you just took a bomb blast fucking yeah. point blank you good homie it's like no you wasn't i mean that's that league of assassins Razo ghoul training yeah that that like knocked him out for a little bit but he was like too okay it's like okay that doesn't really make sense but i'll roll with it also like again like when he totally eats shit from the like hitting the bridge <laughs> i think he like recovers from that pretty quickly like i understand his armor it's like busted but that would knock anybody out no matter how strong you are yeah let's think about how fast he was moving but anyway that's just my minor gripe anyway i roll with um it. yeah so i think uh we're gonna have another episode next week hopefully um probably not on the batman again <laughs> you, you um, want to do two batman episodes in a row probably not um i I, i'm uh i i i will tell you once we end the podcast what i'm working on right now um but uh yeah and also just a note uh it's still going on it will probably be going on when we post this episode but just a shout out to the people of ukraine who are been like fucking holding out against russia invading them um it's it's very tragic what's going on there um, and there's not much we like as individuals we can do about it, but uh, you know, just I, I feel like we should put those words out there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, Slava Ukraina. I hope I pronounced that right. If I didn't, please direct your messages of anger towards our editor. Um, <laughs> that being said, thank you all for joining us today. Please join us again next week. Tyler, any last words? No. All right.